Hello, it's Friday, so you know what that means. Pour up a glass and kick off your weekend with the wine drinking team. Happy hour with Daisha and Dom. Hello. How you doing? I am doing pretty good, actually. Uh, been busy at work, but uh, excited about this weekend coming up. So just getting ready for that. So that's pretty exciting. Excuse me if you guys hear some soothing piano music in the background. It's keeping my child asleep so I can do this. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Wait, what's happening this week? Tell us. Um, so this weekend, Saturday, February 5th, I guess we can, yeah, we just talked about it now. Why not? I'll talk about it again. <laughs> reminder, repetition helps you remember, right? So mm-hmm. um, February 5th is called For the Love of Black Business, and it's at Black Dot Underground in South Jackson, in the CV off South Jackson Street. Um, and it's a pop-up event where um, Black business, but local Black businesses will be there, um, you know, showcasing what they got and selling some stuff and hopefully people come down and support. Right before Valentine's Day, so you might find some good unique things down there. Mm. Or, you know, find a new product or small business that you like. So Or a new boo. Yeah. Who knew? Well, you never know. Network. <laughs> it's a great networking type of thing, too. And, um, yeah, who knows? You might meet your last-minute date for Valentine's Day. That's your thing. <laughs> listen when you're single it's always a thing and if you're not like looking I mean I'm not like looking but you never know when your boo just might approach you but I like this being a networking mixer though yeah I feel like it's always a possibility no matter where you are I feel like when you're single you just always got to be ready you just yep never leave the house not looking cute you can be in the line at dicks you can be anywhere at any time, looking your absolute roughest, you should always be ready. Actually, you know, sometimes you get lucky when you look rough, too. This is true. Yeah. That is true. I did get hit on today, and I don't look the best. Many a times after a club, making that store run the next day to get, like, coffee and, like, things to, like, just snack on. Because mm-hmm. you're hungover. Like, or, you know, just tired because you... Tired. I rallied all night, you know? Yeah, right. right. <sighs> you know you're making that run at, like, 5 p.m., let's be right. honest. No, you're, <laughs> like, if you go anywhere, like, you're getting usually Starbucks or McDonald's in the morning, depending on how your night went, <laughs> but you're throwing on some sweats and whatever, <laughs> and you're going, and then that's, like, the one time when your dudes want to be like, hey, how you doing? You're like, right now? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's my mascara. Do I got raccoon eyes? Oh, like God, all the hair. I smell like alcohol. Yep. Do you sure hey, smell like a vodka bottle? Tip, if, you're, if you're still at the clubbing part of your life, my one tip is just make sure you take off your eye makeup before bed. If you do nothing else, I don't care how tipsy drunk you are, mm-hmm. remember to take off your eye makeup at the end of the night. Even if it's with like a wipe a baby wipe, you know, something that's delicate for your face. That's just my tip, ladies. That's a good tip. Mine is brushing teeth. I cannot go to bed. That, that and taking a shower. So who knows? I don't know. 
I can't get in my sheets dirty. It's like so gross. Mm. I'm like, you want to spend the night? You can spend the night. I know you're drunk, but you should definitely get in the bathtub first. <laughs> or you can take the couch. <laughs> yeah, we don't got that. So yeah. they begin on the floor. <laughs> well, there you go. Or you can make a pellet on the floor and uh, mm-hmm. get comfy. Cool. Okay. You know, and I... <laughs> I like also the idea of just like it's Valentine's Day soon, y'all. Like it's February and last minute gifts are a thing for most people, unless you've met with your personal shopper, Mila, uh, who has been purchasing gifts for a bunch of variety of different people out there um, for significant others. But I think getting that last minute gift, um, I'm looking for just uh, I have a birthday gift that I need to get for for April and then also for this month so I'm definitely gonna go I'm actually meeting a new friend for coffee so I'm gonna push them to come with me yes. <laughs> bring a friend it is a free entry so bring everybody yes definitely yeah and then you never know like local businesses it's great because like you can still kind of order like after this weekend yeah you know, the city places like you can I think the last day like you're pushing it on Saturday like so, like, I think, like, local, you can still, you know, get something done or maybe you can get something custom made really fast. You just come around. But a local, so you can always go pick it up or meet them for delivery or whatever. Yeah. You arrange, you know. And you can still get things shipped out kind of quickly, you know. But, yeah, so, February, new month. It's the month of love. It's mm. Black History Month. Happy, happy Black History Month, everybody. Um, I'm riding this love train all month. Um, so I was thinking that every month we are going to start the first episode of the month with an intention or word of the month. So send us your intention and your words of the month um, mm-hmm. to our Instagrams. Um, you can always message us on Anchor. Um I will leave the question for Spotify listeners that you can answer right there in the app, right at the episode. Um, we want to know what your intentions are, your words of your word of the month is, or words, you know, if you have a few. Um, so yeah, I'll start so you can think about it, Deja. Mm. Oh, you know, I already got one, but yes, please do go. <laughs> All right. So my intention slash word of the month is love. Like this is the love month. It's, um, so I, you know, the extra, you know, you put the extra emphasis on love this month. Um, so I am trying to spread love and positivity. Extra hard this month. That's going to be my focus um, to do this month and lead, lead into everything and everything that I do every day with uh, positivity at the forefront. And so, yeah, that's my intention and word of the month is love. I love it. Oh, no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I mean, everybody knows that's my favorite word in general. Like literally my favorite word is love. Um, I have it all over. If I could have it everywhere spelt in my house, I would. Um, But my word for this month is going to be systems. Um, I think like the biggest reason why is because I need to push this momentum from February or from January to February, we tend to fall off track, 
people tend to just stop doing whatever habits they've enabled. They just have these systems and they're like, well, I'm not really seeing results. I probably just won't do it. And so my goal and my challenge is to make sure everybody kind of follows that same thing with me. Like if you have something that's a, you know, like a New Year's Eve something and you put it in place, I feel that this is a time to just continue with that um, perseverance, um, push yourself through and really get through it. Um, I am probably at this point in my life, I feel like I'm the sorest I've ever been. I'm the tired, tired, like I'm more tired, but like, I also look back on my results because I do my results every end of the month with my mentors, um, all three of them. And I dominated on my goals. And so because of that, why would I just stop? I'm not, I'm, of course I love eating snacks and I love eating cookies and I love eating all those things, but like, I need to be on the Peloton. I only had five days that I wasn't on the Peloton last month. It's like, dang. Okay. Well, what days don't you ride the weekends? I hate the weekends. I don't want to ride on the weekends. I want to be doing something outside, but did I exercise in those spaces? I absolutely did. So just finding ways for me to like continue those systems that I implemented in January and push them into February. Yeah, I mean, and besides the weekends are for resting, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm real sore, and it's not the go weekend. Take a, go take a nice leisure walk, you know, if you're going to exercise, you know, jog walk instead of, like, going hard, you know. I just feel like, you know, give yourself a little time to rest, but yeah. I, I agree. So agree. So let's know, what did you, what's, what, did, what new developments have you came across? Well, (laughs) well, I was like, so one of my biggest things is distractions. So I've removed Instagram away from my uh, phone. And so I can't access it unless I do like this dive deep, which is a lot of work. And so I I haven't haven't been on much. But you know, when it comes to the podcast, I got to make sure you guys all get the content you need, blah, 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 know what's going on and so forth. And the first thing I opened up after having a rest was Rihanna's pregnant. You know, I didn't go down no hole and see anything. It's just like when Kanye announced a couple weeks ago that he had a new girlfriend. Listen, I'm not, I'm not getting stuck on it. We're moving past it, but I do want to talk about it. She's okay. pregnant by who? She's married with no, somebody. Um, What's going she's on? Dating, she's dating. I want to say ASAP Rocky. Oh. And they have oh. been dating for. You know, they well, it's been in the in the news. For oh a right. Bit. Um, but yeah, so she is, they are supposedly dating and, um, since last summer, apparently, um, like 2021, it says summer of 2020. Okay. Cause I was about to say six months ago. Now you're pregnant. Okay. I'm not yeah, judging. I'm just trying yeah. to get the details in the timeline. Got to make sure I follow. Got it, right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I said, you know what? When I saw that too, I was like, that makes sense. I mean, as to why she was wearing such, I mean, she wears oversized. It was like, it was like oversized, even for her, you know? Rhonda Replay, remember that? Was that how you say the song? I don't know, but remember that song? She was wearing that gold little, la, 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 la. You know, like lately now the style is like oversized stuff. And so she's rocks it really well, right? But like Mm -hmm. lately it's been a little, like even for her oversized, Mm. like, and I said, ah, oh, that makes sense now. Because she's, she's got a little, she's far along there. Not like super far along, but she's far along enough to have a belly. So, 
She's eight week months, six months. I think she is. I don't know. Let's see. Let me look huh. that up really fast. Sorry, guys. We don't have like no fancy assistant that looks up fun facts for us really fast. So uh, guys. Karen. Oh, 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 got it. Uh, Francis. <laughs> Francis. Can we get that information, please? Okay, got it. You're going to get it later? Okay, well, that's fine, too. <laughs> you can go okay. read about it? Yeah, you guys can read about it. <laughs> well, that up. Uh, yeah, that is very interesting. Huh, well, you know what? I We are not haters. Obviously, like, this oh, podcast is to be fun and games and happiness. You know, happy for her. And you know what? Bringing a baby into the world is a blessing. Right, Dom? So. It, it, it is very much, and congratulations to the both of them. Um, that child is, will be beautiful, that is for sure. Um, Rihanna's in it. Yeah, I don't remember what ASAP Rocky looks like, so I got to look them up again. We'll post them on there so you get your little reminder there. Um, yeah. They can't wait. They're excited. They're ready to go. And um, once I find out how many months she is, I'll let you guys know. If yeah, we're going to let us know. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Congratulations to them. That's a Can't wait for the baby album to come out. <laughs> oh my God. The, look, the I'm waiting life. for the maternity sheets, okay? There's been some really artistic ones, and so I just want to see where they're going to go with it because they seem like two very like eclectic, very, uh, they both seem very educated. So, um, I'm just interested to see what route they go as far as the vision for their maternity shit, you know? Mm-hmm. There's been some pretty good ones I've seen, you know? So we'll see what happens. You know, things are evolving. It's a big ordeal these days. It's crazy. Good job, yeah. Riri. Good job. Have that baby girl. Yes, honey. Um, also on the news... I was in my friend Victoria's this weekend, and she put me on to these uh, private select dark chocolate sea salt caramels. I mean, you guys, listen. Mm. If you don't like dark chocolate, that's good. Get the box, because I don't either, and I'm I in heaven. I love dark chocolate. These are heaven blocks of goodness wrapped up in there with that chocolate with a little sea salt to just on your tongue. And then mm. wash it down with some... Remember that 39 line rosé? I opened up the bottle and I'm drinking that today. And I'll tell you right now, they are a perfect pair in heaven. You know, that feels look good. You should have you should have busted open like a Cabernet. A darker wine to go with your dark chocolate. That would mm. be really good too. Mm. But um, speaking of drinks, I discovered a really interesting drink this weekend. Um, it is called the Cantorito. Have you ever heard of the Cantorito? No, please tell me what's in that. Oh my goodness. Okay, so it is a tequila drink. Done. Right? Sold. <laughs> Sign me up. So tequila, orange juice, lemon juice, lime juice, princess shell, grapefruit soda. And then what I did to make mine up is I put a little splash of uh, sparkling brute right on top of your little, little um, so it was really good. But it's called a cantrito because of the cups that it comes in so it's these clay looking um like little clay pots Mm -hmm. you soak them for about 10 to 15 minutes before you put a drink in and it helps the drink stay cool so it's so good um you get a nice little uh what's the rim the rim is like um what is it the seasoning 
I don't, I can't think of it right now. Chili powder, chili powder seems mm. mm-hmm. is the rim. So it gives it that like salty, little bit of, just a little bit of spice. Yeah. Can you just so use tahine? Um, some other people use uh, one. Well, the other option we had was chamoy. You're right. Which is, yes. Which was really good too. So, mm. yeah. My taste buds are, I don't know if it's the caramels or it's the drink. I don't know. And you know, I, you know what? I'm the sucker for tequila. There, it goes, that drink goes really good with brunch. Well, I'm also going <laughs> to do a plug. They are not paying us to say this, but. I found a hidden little gem. Anybody who listens to this tonight, today, tomorrow, whatever day, they're going to know about it. Don't be telling people. When we tell you stuff, don't be telling people. This is another yeah. place that you're supposed to tell a bunch of people. Listen, they got to come listen to get the secret. Limited seating. Okay, that's all I have to say. It's COVID. Calm down. Don't be trying to go every day. Okay, I've went every week now, the last two weeks. Um, in Nordstrom's downtown, there's a cute little bar. You guys, it's like Scottsdale up in there. If you've oh, never yeah. been, it's like Nashville. If you've never been, I don't know. It's like downtown New York somewhere. Chelsea District. I know and uh, it's cute in there, girl. The, the one upstairs. Not all the way upstairs. Third like, floor. Yes. Right, right by the down. pop-up Nike store. <laughs> it's like you see close, close, close bar. Hey. <laughs> I know what I did, too. I was looking at the shoes. I go, oh, what is that? I put the shoe down. Oh, I walked away. Like he thought I would have ADD. Look, like, I do. Look. Let me tell you about Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's is genius for that. For the people who don't like to shop like their friends do, who like to like look at everything, mm-hmm. you just want to go in and get one thing, or like, you know, typically dudes who get dragged to go shopping. Yeah. Nordstrom's is smart because they're like, you know, let's put a bar here. They can right. sit here and do their thing while their partners or friends shop, and then just come join them at the bar. When they're Solid. Drinking. Yeah, do get a drink after. The bartender there, man, I wish I would have got his name. I would have done a shout out for him. He made the best tequila drink I ever had in my entire life. Finger licking, titties falling off. Literally, titties falling off. So good. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think my hair needs to see if she puts herself back to sleep. Okay, let's keep going. And, and she gets too crazy. Um, so. Let's see, what have I been catching up on? So I have made it also, I guess I could, my other word for the month could be education because, you know, it's Black History Month. And so I am wanting to educate everybody about some things in history that we don't know about, haven't heard about. It's not typically in our history books. Like we all know about Martin Luther King and all them, like the standard that they tell us in school. But um, so there is a show called Woman of the Movement. I don't know if you've heard about it. Mm-hmm. I know it comes on Hulu. I can't remember what cable channel it comes on, but it's about um, women of the movement who we didn't even know were part of it. And so one of them is Emmett Till's mom. Aww. And if everybody knows doesn't know who Emmett Till is, you need to check this out because it goes into how she became an activist because of his what happened to him. Um, if you don't know who Emmett Till is. Please go educate yourself and find out. I would get into that, but we're not going to go dark right now with that. So, not yet. Um, yes, mm-hmm. Women of the Movement is on Hulu. I believe it comes on FX. I'll check that too, and we'll put that up there so you guys can check it out. But it's a good show. It's about um, her. It's about 
Martin Luther King's wife, I believe, mm-hmm. a few other women who were um, either spouses or close to people, bigger names in, I, I guess there is no bigger name, but more known names in the activist movement. So I will keep y'all updated as I check that out, see how it goes. Um, but let's take a quick break because I think I hear a little fussy little baby and I need to go put it back to sleep. Good idea. We're back. We have a guest host. She might <laughs> we think she does this on purpose. <laughs> They're like, it is the third week that she has came into the room. She done blessed us. Y'all, you know, we're talking about love. Her love is unconditional for her mother. So she yeah. needs to uh, be next be to her at this moment. All, at time. all times. Because the crazy thing is she's going to go right back to sleep. Like, falls asleep immediately as soon as I lay back down with her. Huh. She's just looking at me. But, um, yeah. So, this month is all about love. So, this theme of the month is going to be all about love and relationships, all that fun stuff. So, please send us all of the questions you have about relationships. Uh, we'll try to answer them as best as we can. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have some fun with this this month. Like, let's get back to the love. Let's talk about topics that need to be talked about. And hopefully, let's get conversations started with uh, other people, you know, and, and their partners and spouses in life. And I think it's a really important to get like a different take on other people's um, perspectives. But as we kind of go into each week and um, learn a little bit more about each other, vulnerabilities, you know, we might laugh and cry. Who knows? Um, but I think that I'm finding a lot about myself especially in this last 30 days, as I had mentioned, I've been doing some changes and that had to do with the path of me going down to, you know, me being single and what that looks like and structuring myself around, you know, specific people and valuing my time and mental breakdowns and how to eliminate those. Um, And so each of these questions that we're going to talk about, like we want you guys to give us your thoughts, your opinions, even if it's just a, you know, a DM, we're not going to put people on blast. We're not going to say people's names if they don't feel comfortable doing it. And I know the hardest thing is you probably are like, "Ah, I don't need to, or or you might forget. As soon as you remember, just go straight to either mine or Dom or go to the wine drinking team's DMs and let us know. Um, And then there's also, um, I have a link in my bio. I think Dom, you have a link in your bio. And just yeah. call us, you know, leave a message and just make a fake name, Francis, Josephine, whatever. I'll laugh. It'll be great. <laughs> make it be creative. Maybe yeah, be creative. So I think I just wanted to open it up kind of with a, like something I saw and then I'm going to close it with something I saw. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm going to use she, but also to just keep in mind, I may say she a lot because I'm kind of speaking about my myself because I am a she, um, but I'm not going to use like pronouns unless specifically needed, um, meaning somebody writes and they want to be considered, um, like if they want us to be considerate and call them a they, um, then that's, that's what we would do. But in this specific quote, it says she is at a place in her life where peace is a priority and negativity cannot exist. Um, I think it's really powerful because it could be he or she, um, but it's just kind of letting us all know that she is in an environment where she knows her value and what she's worth. Um, most people might perceive that as like conceited, 
Um, and I think that I've actually thought about that as many people have even told me as they're finding themselves, they go, I'm thinking about myself too much. And it's like, that's not what you're doing. What you're doing is you're literally peeling a banana and you're the middle of the banana. And you need to unpeel and unpeel till you get to the center core root of the systemic issue or reason why you're having either that thought or whatever's going on in your brain. Um, so what she's doing is she's just so powerful that she's not allowing that negativity to come in. That could be surrounded by certain people. That could be eliminating talking to her family less during this month or whatever the case may be. So I'd love to get people's thoughts on that specific quote. Again, I will say she is at a place in her life where peace is a priority and neg negativity cannot exist. And that isn't, that isn't a quote by anybody specifically, by the way, I kind of just found it and took it, ran with it. So, well, when I hear that, I think of like self-love, right? Like you figure out who you are through self-love. You go and do things you like, you go and do, you, you do like, like even simple things like taking a bath or yes. you find time with yourself you spend time with yourself to know what it is that makes you you mm -hmm. and that and I'll say that makes you you at that time because you change throughout life right you know, priorities change your life um, trajectory changes like there's people who thought they were going to be in one career for the rest of their lives and you know they ended up changing up completely or got an offer that brought them in another direction so um what I'll say is it, I think like you know it, you know self-love is also a huge form of love um the biggest love you could give yourself is self-love um you're not going to find self-love in other people it'll only be within you and I think it's important for everyone he she they um that you know, we need to all make time for ourselves because mm -hmm. when you can make time for yourself, you can be that she in the quote that she's so strong. Oh my gosh. That she's so strong that, you know, she knows what makes, what gives her the best energy when she's in her best environment, her best self. And she, he, they will fight hard to keep that. And to keep that balance, that homeostasis that we talked about before, you know, mm -hmm. you want to have balance in, in not just your physical, but in your mental and in your, in your emotional and your spiritual, you know, all, all parts of you, all layers of you, all pills of you mm -hmm. need to be balanced. So I definitely like that. I do agree with it. I believe that, you know, when you are confident in who you are because you spent time to know who you are. Um, very few people can can knock you off that confidence and it will come off as conceited to those or cocky to those who don't understand it or aren't there mm -hmm. in their life yet to mm -hmm. know what mm -hmm. makes them strong and who they are so that they are so confident in every room that they walk in, you know, and I will say you never achieve it. You're always going to strive for it because, you know, you would hope you're always evolving and changing and, and becoming a better version of yourself. So right. um, that's what that, when I hear that quote, that's what I get from that, you know, self-love is important and it's the best love. I think that's like something that we all need to kind of think about. And we'll talk about it a little bit at the end that I have a little bit more that I'm going to kind of uh, go into, but 
Um, I just want to start off with the first question and kind of go into that. It's pretty deep and it can kind of go different ways. And so obviously I don't want to make this a two hour episode, which we can, <laughs> and we know we can, uh, <laughs> but um, I think the transition here is just like uh, what Dom had said and kind of what I said is just that we see each other in different ways, right? Like in different um, parts of our lives and different times in our lives. And so you might see somebody and you're like, wow, she's changed. And you're like, okay, well, are you saying that like in the bet, like she's changed for the better or she's changed for the worse? Or are you saying it out of um, jealousy? Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to take a step back and what's the first thing. And I mean, what do we talk about? We basically say we want to make sure that we rise people up and we want to encourage people. But if you could just like give a compliment to somebody this month, or you could just um, look at somebody and say like, girl, you're rocking that outfit today. Or I really like that top. You would be amazed how far a compliment will go to somebody. And if that's stepping out of your comfort zone, that's fine. Just say hi. But I challenge people. And what I, what I, while, why I do that is because that's something that I worked on the last 30 days. And um, I think me not getting out and kind of being stuck in the house a lot, I didn't really know those people skills. And that's kind of what I'm redeveloping. Um, It's meaning to redevelop some type of people skills. (laughs) and there's some good books you know and I could go into that too and kind of elaborate on that if people you know want us to put some books out there like I definitely like this is like just changing the rhetoric of how I communicate so um I think approach is one word I want you to think about when we do go over these um empathy and then just connection um okay so the first question is when a man cannot tell you how he's feeling, how does that make a person feel? Whether you're in a relationship with someone, maybe you see somebody who's crying or they just, they're angry and they just can't speak. Um, how does it make you feel? And we can go many directions here. You know, like what's your emotions? How should you respond? How do we as men or women um, respond to certain situations? And not all, but some. Um yeah. Um, so I would say, like, when I first see somebody who's upset or can't put their anger or feelings into words, um, my first thought is if they are okay, you know, mm-hmm. um, trying to get them to a point of, um, I guess, calmness or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where they can open up to, you know, tell or speak on what's going on, you know, if they trust me enough to do that. That's also a big thing, you know, people have to trust you to open up. So um, even if it's something as small as they're having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think about that. I also think about who I'm approaching, you know, like it, in specific, you said men. So I just think like, from what I've learned in life about men, that they are not taught to show emotion mm-hmm. um, or be upset or talk about how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of them are closed up or don't because of that reason. You know, they've grown up with that message, whether it's, you know, direct or indirect. Um, 
So I just, I kind of approach it in a way where they don't feel like they're not emasculated for saying or opening up to how they feel. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's just listening. Sometimes I just, it's not even about what you can do for them or finding a solution for them. It's seriously just about they need to hear it. Yeah. They need to vent just like everybody else and get it out. And they need somebody to listen, not necessarily say, well, you should try this or you should do this or you should go Right. You know, a lot of people most of the time don't want a solution. They just want to tell mm-hmm. you what's wrong. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. <laughs> I say, you know, I under, I'm, I'm sorry you're going through that, you know, you know, not like, oh, this happened to me too, so this is what I did. No, I'm sorry you're going through that, and I hope you feel better. You know, sometimes that's all that somebody, most of the time, 95% of the time, that's all somebody needs. It's just a, I hear you and I see you, and that's it. I think that's really good, um, that last part, especially because that kind of like approaches the rest of the questions and systemically, you know, like you find out why a person, like, like just to kind of go even deeper, how did they get there? What caused them to get there? What was the issue or the reason that they got there? And, and what, why I bring that up is because it is getting deeper, but I think that dumb, you pointed it out perfectly. It's that uh, some men and women are grew up in an environment where showing emotion is like why are you crying or you look like a you look like a baby wipe them tears right now and if that's your approach so be it but what I'm getting at is the way and why the people might be in this kind of like trapped feeling um unfortunately I didn't actually grow up in that environment like if I cried I cried and I would throw myself on the ground too like I definitely did that too um I was a brat Oh, you were tantrums, huh? Well, and also my grandparents raised me. So it's a little bit different when your grandparents raised you because you know how you could bend the rules. So there was that. Um, But I just remember that specifically. But there are times where I will get around people and like, and and for example, like if they can't open up, then I learned this, I think like maybe six months ago, somebody had said, if somebody's feeling this type of way, the best approach is to be like, what can I do to help you now? Or how, how is there anything that I can physically, like, is there anything that I can do? Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is you're opening up to door to them to kind of like, kind of think a little bit. And if they're like, no, nah, I'm good. That's cool. <laughs> but what you've done is you've still let them know, like, I'm willing to help you. That's an approach, which you said. But if you come off with an approach like, man, you're, you're not in a good place right now. I'm going to leave you be. It's almost like you're closing that person's feelings off and they're not feeling value valued and they're whatever they're going through. They feel like you are just kind of like, that's cool. I'm going to go basically go, go, go take a time out in the corner. When you could say, I see that you don't want to talk about it right now. So when you're ready, I will be here. Yep. Storming out of the room. Um, leaving for long periods of time kind of leads into like another like kind of question, but it's just like, I feel like when these type of things do come up, it's unresolved issues that keep lingering and lingering and lingering. And if you don't ever talk about it, meaning 
circling back to that one thing that was going on and be like, hey, you know when you had that thing going on that day? Like, do you want to talk about it? Like, I know you're in a good headspace and like we've been having some really good progress. And like, I think people aren't bringing it up is because they don't want to bring up the past and they don't want to, they don't want to cause a fight. But if you don't, I feel like that's when it becomes like piling on top of piling on top of piling, right? Am I wrong? You're right. But also the flip to that is if you do that, you circle back and you have a conversation and there's no solution because Mm -hmm. you can keep having the conversation that there's, I feel like you keep having the conversation because there has been no resolve. Got it. So you, that person still doesn't know why they feel that way or, right. or there were was things that just weren't addressed or settled the last time. So now I want to talk about it now mm-hmm. that we have the opportunity to, but then now we get into that and then other things come out and then that doesn't get addressed. So then we, you know, what pin the conversation until somebody decides they want to bring it up. But then it's not about the root of what's going on because now it's all these things stacked on top Mm -hmm. of each other, you know? Which goes to, like, which goes to, like, another thing. Like, do you think therapy is, like, a huge thing? Do you you think that, um, like, do you believe in it? Do you think that it's helpful for people? Do you, when they get to that point where they can't really navigate on their own, do you open up that thought like do you think it makes sense I definitely think that therapy um is not a taboo thing and I didn't grow up thinking that it was um there was never the conversation you know, we don't well my immediate like influence of like influential family mm-hmm. um we were never taught like a therapy is bad we had relatives that like believe that wholeheartedly mm-hmm. but we were never told that um but then again, we were never really pushed into it. But we also mm-hmm. didn't know when to say, I need therapy. Yeah, either. yeah, right. So, you know, there's that. And your parents might not know the signs either if they didn't grow up knowing what that was. So um, I think that therapy is good for people who need it. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have mental issues right? or you have or even if you have serious trauma, you can go to therapy because you need tools to better communicate yep. or yep. you just need um, an unbiased person to share your, how you're feeling with, you know? Some people, believe it or not, can be more open in front of a stranger than they can in front of somebody that's really close to them. Um, because yep. that person, that therapist is not a judgmental person. He's they're yeah. not going to come at you from their own bias. So sometimes it's easier to open up to somebody like a therapist because they're not judging you either way. It's not their job to do that. Their job is to help you through it. But you know, there's a lot of other, a ton of reasons people go to therapy. Um, it's not just a mental thing. I think that that's a big stigma that is around in the world and it sucks that you know a lot of our our federal medical dollars don't go to mental health I know that would help that would prevent a lot of other things that go on um so that's just my take on that but yes I absolutely think therapy if you need it if you feel like you got to a point where we've tried everything and Mm -hmm. we don't know what to do you know 
therapy is not a bad thing at all. If you're at a point in your life where, why am I single and I don't know why I'm single, go find that out with a therapist. You might, mm-hmm. you might not know. It could be something that is deep-rooted or mm-hmm. it could just because you had a bad breakup and you don't trust people or you mm-hmm. could have grown up looking at that example that you don't need a man or, you know, dating or long-term relationships. You didn't see that. So, you know, I just say whatever you think you need it for, go get it. And, you know, and there's other forms of, I guess you can say help, you know, you can go to a life coach that can give you tools on, you know, the same type of things without diving deep into your past or your, you know, Mm-hmm. You don't want to go that route, but you just know you need specific help for this or that. So there's other forms of help out there, not just therapy. You just got to find what's right for you. And you always can find a therapist that's right for you. Just because you start with one doesn't mean you're stuck with them. So yeah, a lot of people feel like that they're stuck. Like, no, you don't like, you're not vibing with who yours with or who you trust them to talk to you and give you yeah. tools. You definitely can request a new one. Yeah, and that's actually not that we're like getting sponsored or anything, but like better help, it's the same thing. Like you answer a variety of different questions and then you get paired up with a variety of different people and you have choices. If you look like a woman who's, you know, got this background and she specializes in this, like you have history of the people, so you get paired up easier versus like Googling therapist in, you know, West Seattle. And then you find a therapist and then you go and see that person. You don't really know anything about them, but they just look great on paper. They went here and they went there and they have this many degrees and that's going on. So I do, I do think that's really important to, to know there's many other resources, excuse me. And I think like podcasts to be really 100%, I think podcasts, a lot of people that I, that I listen to, they talk about it very openly on why they see a therapist. So if you're kind of like navigating in life and you're not even sure what they do, like, like we could tell you go when you need help, but how do you know what that is? Right. So mm-hmm. each one of those podcasts that I listen to, they all do it for certain things. Could be anxiety, could be alcohol, could be a variety of different things, you know, could be they were at sea for 360 days and, um, you know, another, you know, they're terrified of water. Like there's literally so many things and reasons why people see a therapist. But I think like one of the things that I kind of realized this weekend after talking to a couple people was people go, yeah, that, that really didn't work for me. Or, you know, I did that, but it actually wasn't something. And I think, I, I believe the reason why they're saying that is because, they didn't open up enough or they didn't get too deep enough into the issue that's going on. Like you can go to your therapist and sit down and be like, Oh yeah, we had a great week. We got laundry done. She did the dishes. I did the laundry. We had a great flow. Babies went on to bed on time. Okay. That's fantastic. That's what you tell your cousin near aunt. What are you telling the therapist? Why are you here? Really? You're not there to tell her the good things. You're not there to tell her that you checked off some lists. You're literally there to find out why you guys are fighting and what you fought about. Why did it, what triggered you to get so angry that you threw the bottle across the, the counter? Yeah. We need to like, and so I, I want to say this, like 
as lightly and without like pressuring people to do stuff, but you not getting the results you want might mean because of those two things. And um, how do you ask and how do you get deeper? You tell them things about, well, they're going to one navigate through the questions, but you're going to tell them stuff that may be super uncomfortable that it brings chills to your body and it brings out secrets that maybe your wife doesn't know, but she is the one who needs to know. She is going to provide you resources and she's going to provide you like, you know, maybe daily or monthly tasks that you can do to help navigate through these, these triggers. But I just feel like they do work if you use it correctly. Yes. Um, and I will say to add on with better help, I know we're not an ad, but I will add on to that. Um, their mission is to make mental um, help available, affordable for mm -hmm. all. So there are definitely scholarships oh, available. Yep. And they have, um, they also have a platform for teen counseling. So if you have a teen in your life that you think needs help, they have a platform from them, and they also have a platform for couple counseling. So they have something for everybody, um, and I like it because you don't have to sit in front of somebody. Um, every time you don't have to go into anything, you kind of yeah. it kind of works around your schedule. But also, a lot of people don't like to open up face to face, um, so sometimes a phone call session is better. So there's that. Or they have a text, I think, too. They have a they have they have a journal that you can keep. And it's only for you to see your therapist. You can. Yeah. That's right, girl. Tell them. Take what you want to share with your therapist if you want feedback from them on something. Um, and then they also have video chat too, as well. But they also have um, phone options for sessions as well. So I just, they have, it's versatile. So whatever you're comfortable with. Because when you go get the self help, it's, it's all about your comfortability, how you feel about it. Because that's what's going to be that's what's going to be the result of your success is your comfortability. How successful you are with what you want to do, it's how comfortable you are with it. So you know, it's all about you when it comes to that, and you got to do what you got to do so that you can do the work and get the results you want. I think it's so true. That's good. Um, like. So kind of like the last and final thing that I wanted to just kind of bring up was also just like communication. You brought it up and I don't think we talk about it enough in general. It is a community as people, um, <clears throat> women talk to other women and it's, it's not that we talk negative about our spouses or somebody we're talking to or, or whatever. And it could even be like a friend, friend relationship, like, your girlfriend and girlfriend, your boyfriend and your boyfriend, like you're actually a friend with, you're, you're yeah. talking to another friend. The idea is that, or the, the point I'm trying to get across here is that we tend to confine in other people for feedback or advice where men don't really do that. When I see a man and a man like chilling, they're like, yo, did you like listen to that new song this week? Or like, they're just vibing or they'll like cheers or they'll like have a drink or they'll watch the game. But you, you don't see them like super opening up. And maybe they do. And I'm not saying they all don't. But what I'm getting at is that I feel like women tend to lean on our tribe more for certain things, you know, 
and I, this is one in particular. And I think I want to also encourage people just to talk and talk more and talk more with each other, um, maybe to his friend, you know, like maybe you go over and you're like, listen, I need you to, I, you talk to their husband, like you as a woman are like talking to their husband and it's like, you need to talk to my girl because da 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 And they're not like starting a, a fight or anything like that. You're just like letting them know like whatever's going on. Like, I love you guys dearly, but like you guys need to talk more. Um, yeah, I Help agree me. to that to an extent. I think that depends on the relationship. Um, that you have with your friend's husband because you can For be sure. really good friends with your husband you can be really good friends with your friend but not really know their husband mm-hmm. and so I think you know tread lightly yeah with make sure you know him you're really make sure close you know that that's okay but I think from everything that you said about as far as like how women open up more than men to our tribe because you know we can get on the phone and talk to our girl and mm-hmm. they're gonna be oh my god you know they're gonna be there they're gonna listen they're gonna you know tell you you're doing great they're gonna encourage and empower you um but I think that part of the big number one reason that is is because that safe space has been created for us and I think that men don't really have that safe space mm. to open up and be vulnerable as well as what you said when you go and talk to your friend's husband, there's that safe space there mm-hmm. so that you feel like you're comfortable enough to do that. So I think that's right. just the number one rule. Like, is this space safe enough for me to be open and vulnerable and not feel like I'm going to be judged for how I feel or what I'm going to say? So I feel like as a woman who wants to communicate with a man and, and have him open up to you, in a deeper way, you have to create the safe space for him. I think that's true. Whatever that looks like, because it's different for everybody. Your safe space looks different from mine, looks different from Karen's and Lillian's and yeah, Marcus's Francis. and Mark's. Like, it looks different for everybody. Your spouse's safe space looks different than yours. And so you have to know what that is and, and create it. At the end of the day, the core of the safe space is the same, where right? I can be open and vulnerable. But you have to be able to provide that for that person. So, you know, it's important to know what your friends and your family and your partner say spaces mm-hmm. so that they can have an opening up. You know, maybe you suggesting them to go talk to another man or go join a men's group might be a safe space for them. So then they can come talk to you and open up to you. You know, I just say don't feel discouraged or take it super personal if that isn't initially how it happened you know not everybody including yourself is going to be comfortable to open up because you know of what they've been taught in their life and you know you guys are creating that safe space for each other as well so and I think like as you say that I think about something too like complacency complacency is the thing men or women anybody I feel like we are like you know what I'm fine just staying in every night every day all the time and it's like cool but we also have a family that we want to go out and we want to do things we want to experience we want to travel because that's what we we talked about you know and I think that it goes back to what you had said about we are different phases of our lives 
So if we're complacent at that given moment, that might be because we're not comfortable with ourselves or, or maybe we just like, we don't want to go out into the world because of something. Right. Like, so yeah, he might've been about that. It's just like, if somebody was like, I want to have kids and they were 20 and then now they're 30 and they're like, I don't want to have kids anymore. And it's like, Oh, all of a sudden now you don't want to have kids. Okay. So now we're going to get a divorce. And it's like, people were are just different people as they grow older and go through things and challenges and, you know, health problems. We just, we're just different people. And so I'm not saying people need a deal, but I have to say when those changes do happen, you know, you can exercise within each other, maybe a more of a compromise. So like, instead of maybe not staying in every day, maybe on Saturdays we go out, you know, and it's just for an hour just so the kids could like run around and play and see other kids, you know, cause at the end of the day, it really isn't about the adults. It's about the kids, right? Like that's what you really want. But also too, more of the kids run around, they're going to get tired and go to sleep longer. Um, that's what you want to believe. <laughs> that's my thought in it. They get tired that's and they, they come home and now they're running them up and now they have more energy. <laughs> And they still wake up at the crack of dawn, no matter oh, how. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, definitely true. It's all about creating that safe space for everyone. You know, like I seen a meme today and talking about breaking generational curses, and it was like the grandma was yelling at the mom, but then the mom was telling the kid, "I love you." You know, like ah, I love that. I love it's that creating so much. That, that safe space that you your child can feel like they can show their emotions because I mean everybody all the experts and everybody who's talked about this will tell you it all starts at home that's the core you're a product of your environment regardless of how that is or how that looks so I also like get weak in my knees to an emotional man a man who can say I am I I get emotional when I do that like you know that you had a wedding that you were either in or you went to and the first person you looked at at the wedding was the husband. And he was just, he just, just lost it when he saw her, you know? Mm-hmm. I love a man who can admit that he is emotional. There is something about that is just so cool. Yeah. I mean, because it's a rare thing. You know, mm-hmm. a, a man who's openly emotional. It's a rare thing. So I hope that all the fathers out there, you know, Mothers too, but I'm 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 talking to the men who raise men. Mm-hmm. Um, please, please show your your sons, your nephews, your male little cousin. Just show them all that it's it's okay. It's okay to to, to express how you're feeling, and it's okay to be emotional and and be sensitive and be that person that's the safe space for them if nobody else in their life is. So that's what's we gotta hit them when they're when they're young. We yeah. Put that message in there, you know. All these things we're talking about, you know, we're just discovering as adults because unfortunately we weren't taught these things, you know, and so we're learning them now as adults. So yeah. but what we all can do now is just pass it along. I also think that there's more books that are readily available for the kids. I just bought about, I don't know, 10 books yesterday for my nieces and nephews for the holidays and for their birthdays coming up. And it's just like, 
um, you know, Mommy See Me As I Am, like just different ones. There's this amazing um, Black author from the Osborne um, collection. And she, I just bought every book that she had. I was like, I need them all. I threw them in, but just all of them are sensitive. All of them are caring. All of them are loving books. You know, I have an Afro See Me Roar kind of a thing, or, you know, um, talks about, you know, uh, we're all friends and it has a variety of different um, types of races with, you know, within the friend group and how they navigate through that and it, in, in the literature for children, you know? And so that to me is, I just see that the world changing in that regard so much, especially being in a um, working for a publisher in New York, like that wasn't a thing. We had one black editor in the entire company. Mm. that is mind-blowing to me and she's yeah. the longest editor that has been through that company for a very long time that right there makes me go that's a problem yeah it's mind-blowing but not surprising and that's a whole nother conversation for sure. we can have in a whole nother episode but it's just kind uh, of sad see? how it is though right it's like mm-hmm. damn that sucks but then it's like damn I'm not surprised you know so um another children's line of books is called Conscious Kids mm-hmm. Um, they are, um, you can find them on Amazon. Um, I got her full books, but what I like about them is for, um, they donate their library of books to classrooms as well. So it's, it's a nonprofit that makes books. And so every time you buy a book, they donate a library to a classroom and you can also apply to have a library donated to your classroom. So, you know, any teacher friends who want to, uh, teach racial you know what's the new subject that everybody's in an uproar about racial sensitivity oh wow yeah like there's a lot of people who are like yeah we don't we can't do that like why not but whatever well, it's a whole other conversation because you don't know how to teach it but it's fine right right that's, that's learn what it. it is um but if you wanted to bring that into your environment and you're a teacher you can also apply to have a, a library donated to you as well um or you can just hit me up and we'll figure it out i get something going for you you know i love it yeah nonprofit queen over here for sure (laughs) that's my passion in life i found out that was my purpose in life a long time ago and so i do everything i can to try to give back to the community in some way the dream is to open my own nonprofit so fingers crossed everybody I mean, I love the idea of like, I don't know what the capacity of uh, what a library is, um, but I, I'm very interested in learning more about that. So definitely let's, let's post some stuff, but also let's learn about that too for me. So, you know, I do have a couple friends who are in that space. And so however we can help, because at the end of the day, like, yeah, I can go and, you know, I support a small business for the Osborne for a specific person. But it's like, I, I do it for the kids. And to be honest, I'd rather go to like a second used store and just buy like 50 books and just like give them a bunch of them to fill, you know, because kids read the same books every night over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't sure. want a new six books? You know, like I but I just they, they are expensive, um, but they're the best gift, the best gift to give a child. Remember the book fairs? Oh my gosh. My sister yeah. went to one the other day. Oh, I still do that. Now I'm talking about the ones at school. Remember the ones at yes. school? Yes. She went to one the and 
she gets like a voucher because she's a teacher oh nice and like so she she like gave me a book which I actually have to oh I don't know where I put it I changed my library <laughs> but it's like so cute it's about hair it's so adorable like love your hair I don't know everybody who comes over they're like oh my gosh I have this book but um it's so cute but yeah she gave it to me and she went to a book fair and I was like they got those still because remember you used to go to Pizza Hut I think we talked about this last week but yes, we used to read a, like a certain amount of books and they give you a free book readathon or something yes and like like bookathon or readathon or like that. like love that you guys do the cookies girl scout cookies but like come on bring the books back bring the reading programs back guys. bring the reading programs back and then I also can i buy some gift wrap too from a kid can i get that like if you're selling i want you guys to give me links to your kids school so i can start buying stuff for your schools because like i love doing that stuff I don't really know if I love Girl Scout cookies. Like, I looked at them, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. What I do know is a lot of teachers come out of their own pocket for a lot of things in that classroom. Yes, they do. I know we're off tangent, but let's not trip out when you're like, oh, I got to buy five extra boxes of Kleenexes. Yes, because your teacher has bought. Has been doing that. Every, everything else that your child may need for that class. As far in, as well as. The folders, they all, like, get their stuff out of the the, 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 the school doesn't pay for all that extra stuff. Like, they give you their, the books, and that's it. So the papers, the pencils, the extra stuff, the art supplies, all of that, that comes out of from the teacher. So, And if you need help shopping, I do it, well, I don't do it anymore, but I was doing it for my nephew until I got cut off. Um, but I just, I love doing that stuff. And I spent, I maybe the tops, well, one time I bought a backpack one time. I think the most I spent was $30. If you're complaining about $30, I need you to holler at me. Oh, but what schools do now is you can just pay the teacher, like, a certain amount, and then that takes care of everything. Yeah, I might be contacting that teacher then, because I could yeah, just pay her. Yeah, my had the option when my nephew was in elementary. It was like, oh, I could just pay. She's like, I just pay the teacher. I don't can't remember how much it was. And That's a good idea or whatever they needed for the classroom. So a lot of teachers are doing that too. So I would take advantage of that, honestly, because it's way yep. cheaper than like buying school supplies these days. But. I do enjoy doing that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I love doing that and for going me. to all the places and getting, it's I'm like a scavenger just, hunt kind of. I'm addicted <laughs> to that kind of stuff. So I'm like, ooh, that is cool. You're like, not for me. Well, then, then there's a pile for me. That's how it yeah. always goes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so the last and final thing that I just kind of wanted to close this with, this with, which ties into what Dom said in the beginning as her word, but this month is about love, and I want you to love on someone, find someone that you haven't talked to in a very long time that you know they just kind of been in a space, they've been in a uh, they've been in a bubble, and they can't really get out. Maybe invite them to coffee and you pay. You know, it seems so little. So simple, but how about you do it? Mm-hmm. Because there are times where people do cancel or people who don't show up because they don't have the money for it. And it's not about judging. It's about loving. Yes. We don't know why they can't afford a coffee, but how about you just pick it up and you invite them, them getting out of the house. If you know, if it's a struggle for them to get out of the house, sometimes people, and I, and I heard this three times this weekend, I just needed the motivation to get out of my house. Yes. Do it. I'm telling you guys, it goes so far, but 
most importantly, Dom said it, love yourself. Take a bath with no dogs and close the door and get put your, your phone, phone away. Get your, get your candles. Get your put book. them the lights out. Turn some music on. The music. Get your bath bombs or your bath teas yep. or your just set the mood set the yep. environment make it your if if you don't have any other place in your house and all you have is a chance to do a bath once a week Done. make it the best bath make that environment turn your bathroom into your oasis and that is your safe space for that day during that time while you're doing your self-care just make sure whatever it is that you set the environment the environment is everything it sets your mood it, it you're not going to relax in a bathroom with mess everywhere and the big fluorescent lights on. No. Turn them bitches off and get some candles. Get some flameless candles to be on the safe side, you know. Water we got candles. those. But, got you it. know, <laughs> set your oasis, whatever that looks like, you know. Just do it and then say, hey, for the next 45 minutes, maybe to an hour, this is where I'll be. And I do not want to be bothered. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely be vocal about where you're at. Leave your phone. <laughs> if you must have your phone in your space, put it somewhere where you cannot easily reach it. It should not be an Instagrammable moment. No. It should not be, please, let's stop with the bathroom pics with your legs poking out and the soap all over you. Let that be your moment for you. Mm-hmm. Forget Instagram. Let it be for you. If you must take a picture, take a picture of this is what it looked like so that I know that this is my safe space. So then if you're in like at work and you get to a moment, scroll back to that picture and envision that safe space. And so that can be your escape when you can't go take a bath. So, yes, self-love is the number one love. That's why we're starting the week, the month of love with self-love because that is the best love that you can give yourself above anything else like I said other people will love you but nobody will love you like you love you so you gotta make sure you 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 know we like I said we we said it many times before you you put yourself on the back burner so much you forget to do that so let's let's be conscious of loving ourselves and making the time for that whatever that looks like for sure. Wow. Yes. Oh, getting sleepy. Mm, me too. Oh, so wow. tired. So let everybody go. I know it was heavy, but we're going to close it on a, you know, we want to have fun, but we also want to help y'all and, and, and talk about things that aren't talked about a lot as well. So I'm going to close, close it out with the affirmation this time because bitch did it last time. Um, I don't know who said this, but um, we're going to go with, I am like the moon. No matter the phase, I am always whole. I love that. Oh, my God. And, and you guys can go to our our social medias or whatever and screenshot it, save it. So mm-hmm. you can go back and see that um, whenever you need to and resonate with that. But um, we love y'all. Yes, love you guys, um, everybody. Have an amazing day. Oh, one more thing I wanted to remind everybody. So, remember when I told you about my planner plug? Mm. Yes. What I just got, I got an email on Monday. 
and they are going out of business. Stop it right now. This is their last year. But guess what that means, everybody? Get all the calendars. That means that they're having a 53% Done. flash sale. We need all so, the deals. This is not an app. We're not getting paid for this. I just want y'all to take advantage of the deal. So go get that. Go get those savings. What was I'm that name again of that company? Pelatini. P-E-L-L-A-T-I-N-I. I'm about to hop on over to that too and see what they got going on. Yes. We need to get that. Ooh, about to get the sale, y'all. So that is my little tidbit, but we love y'all. And remember, you are the moon. No matter what phase you go through, you are always whole. And you will always make sure you will be whole. So we love y'all. Love on yourselves. Try to love on somebody else. Make that your challenge for the week. And let us know how you're doing about it. Just let us know how you're doing, period. We want to know. Tell us. Don't we want to want? We want to know, huh? Okay. Did you want to take the floor? (laughs) (laughs) You got some closing words? (laughs) Uh, She's just looking at me like, are you done? (laughs) Aw, sweetness. All right, everybody have an amazing weekend. Be safe. Get out there. It's going to snow, I think, One more thing. Oh, please, no. I hope not. If Uh you come to the Black, for the love of Black business, and you find me, if you give me the code NEL10, you will receive 10% off your in-person purchase. So, You said email 10? No, it's NELS. Oh, NELS10. I will put that up, too. Um. You receive 10% off your in-person purchase. So come find mm. this weekend. And uh, yeah, get your Valentine's right, your Galentine's right, all that fun stuff. But we love y'all. See y'all. Have a safe weekend. Stay warm. Please do. Be kind. You don't know what somebody's going through that day. And you don't know when you're going to get back. So true. Oh, and next week, we will have a, a fun little Valentine's Day special episode. We will have some male guests, and we will be taking all your relationship and love questions. So if you have any, please give it to us, because we always want to hear a male perspective, right? We sure do. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to love and relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. We're excited to bring that to y'all, and we will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Cheers. Ding, 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 ding. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Wine Drinking Team Happy Hour. Please take the time to like our episodes, share with your friends, and leave us a review. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram at wine drinking team one word and wdt underscore podcast we'd love to hear from our amazing listeners leave us a message or send us all of your suggestions and questions we might just feature it on our upcoming episode you never know can't wait to dish and drink with you all again